Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in Ontario, Canada, with episode number 53 of The Yacking Show. We talk about life, business, and more, and we bring you tips and ideas for the changing world we're living in today. We have the pleasure today of <coughs> welcoming another guest who is returning for the second time, but I will first welcome my co-host Kathleen to the show, and she will introduce our guest. Hello, Kathleen. How are you doing today? Hello, Peter. I'm well. Thank you so much. And hello to everyone out there. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, we so appreciate your comments. So do please keep them coming. And I also want to remind you that if anyone is interested in being interviewed on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, yes, we have another special guest with us today. His name is Gary Jones. And Gary has been an entrepreneur for many, many years. He has done a lot of network marketing uh, companies, worked with them. And uh, we are going to talk about his most recent venture. And uh, welcome, welcome, Gary. How are you? Hello, thank you for having me. And uh, so Gary, if you would just tell us a little bit about your background and you are currently working with a uh, Young Living, which is an essential oils company, but I'll let you tell our viewers a little bit more about that. So give us a little bit about your background and what led you into this particular company. Well, uh, you know, originally from Quebec, the Montreal area, moved to school and stayed in Ontario, graduated from York University in 1985, so back when there was no laptops and cell phones and all that good stuff, you know. But uh, I supplemented my income when I worked for the Ministry of Health. I got involved with a network marketing company, and it, it did very well. The company was, back in, back in the 80s, oh my goodness, it was a whole different world for the industry. I mean, people were joining companies at $25,000 startup. Wow. first orders and luckily the industry straightened itself out because a lot of people were you know if you were a good salesperson you can convince your grandma to take a mortgage on a house and buy twenty five thousand bucks worth of face creams or something but over the years the, the industry has become very legit they police themselves and such and a very very different world today with all the digital media and stuff we have and i was in a number of companies i actually acquired one as a one of the top earners and the guy was stepping down and Myself and two other guys bought it. It was called Gamma Club and out of Quebec and Ontario. Um, funny, funny world back then. You sign somebody up and you put the fax machine on and fax their application in, and now it's all boom, you're in with right. computers. But it was a whole different world back then. The interesting thing is the skills are still the same. There's still communication and promoting and sharing and being a good listener. All those skills are what makes or breaks somebody in, in the home-based business industry in network marketing. So uh, you know, flash forward. At one point, I left working for the Ontario government and started doing more business consulting and different things. And was involved with a couple of companies where I did very well um, in the company. And again, what I've credited that to is just, you know, getting in touch with the person you're talking to and seeing if there's a fit. Um, you know, there used to be the, the old thing, anyone with a pulse, anyone within three feet, talk to them. And that's nonsense. It's, you got to build relationships, you know, and uh, your time is valuable. Their time is valuable. So you want to make the right fit. Uh, so I was with a company out of the States and in 2017, we got a call that something big was happening and can't say what it is yet, but big news coming. I figured out pretty quickly, they were moving that whole company over to Young Living Essential Oils. And because I've been involved as a consultant with the industry and I owned a small company and such, 
I figured out pretty quickly what was happening. And they finally announced yes. So in June, I think 2017, I went to bed the last day of May, the first day of June. I wake up, I had a different website, different this, different that. And all my team got moved over to the new company. Um, to be honest with you, I panicked. I thought, you know, essential oils, like kind of girly, kind of <laughs> poofery, kind of smelly stuff and all that. I, I was blown away to find out the healing effects of the industry. I didn't know that essential oils, uh, Young Living had a whole line of supplements, a whole line of pet products, a whole line of makeup. And it was like, a, I think, 600 and something products available now worldwide. I didn't know that uh, the company was as large as they were. I'd heard about them. I mean, they're out there. I knew people doing it, but I was so wrong. And it's been life-changing for me. Probably the best thing that's ever happened in my business world. My wife is supporting me in the business now. She's actively involved. And uh, what I've learned about natural health and substance, and in three years plus of being with them, I've learned more than 20 or 30 years of learning beforehand because, you know, I'm a kind of an information junkie and, it's important to know all those things, but Young Living basically, um, it's uh, $2 billion a year in sales to US dollars around the world. They're in their 26th year and um, they've got offices, I think in 19 countries now, like Canada's head office for Young Living is in Calgary. We have a satellite building in Brampton, Ontario, um, but there's 19 offices where you can go. Actually, my wife and I were planning a trip before all this nonsense started and we'd be in London and, uh, I, I think it was a 38-minute bus ride from the bread and breakfast we all stay at, always stay at, was the head office for Europe. And they have an open house. We walk in and see all the products and meet wow. people and all that. It's cool. And 30, 38 minutes on a bus, I'd be there. But unfortunately, the powers of B have shut down me traveling to Europe. So I'll bump that a year. But um, it's on my bucket list now to actually visit more of these uh, head offices. And uh, it's, it's a, a huge company. And I was so naive in June of seventeen about what I was getting into. And again, it's probably the best thing that, that's ever happened to me in my business life. Wow, very good. That is interesting. <clears throat> I, like you, I thought uh, essential oils before I met you were a little bit, um, I don't know, light and cosmetic type. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, being care I'm being very careful what I say. I've got Kathleen watching me. But <laughs> having spoken to you, uh, I realize how important they are. There seems to be a lot of misinformation about essential oils. And I've heard people say, well, why go and buy the expensive product from someone like essential, uh, your company, Young Living, when I can just go down to a wholesale place and buy their, their stuff? Uh, so what, what's your thoughts on those two topics, uh, Gary? Well, firstly, I love the word expensive because, you know, people know the, the, uh, the cost of everything and the value of nothing. That's one of my favorite quotes. <clears throat> Correct. And, uh, you know, when you look at it, uh, a lot of the stuff that you, the products you see at the local uh, pharmacy or some of the uh, um, grocery stores, Bed Bath & Beyond, they even sell essential oils at Canadian Tire at Christmas. I saw packages. Yeah. And the interesting thing, the ethical side of it is firstly, where did it come from? If you've got three oils and a little shrink wrap Merry Christmas pictures on it for nine ninety nine, mm -hmm. that means there's child labor involved. That means the farmers aren't being compensated. It means who knows where to get their product from. Uh, Young Living actually own and have partners with uh, eight farms they own and 22, I believe, partner farms uh, where we are their exclusive customers. And we have a, if anyone wants to go to the seedtheseal.com, it's the website Young Living hosts showing about our ethical standards. And they test everything right from the seed into the greenhouse and uh, right to the plantation. How they distill it is different than, than other means. 
and uh, everything's ethically handled. There's a Gary Young Foundation that makes sure that all the people involved are being compensated properly, and it just goes on and on and on. So when you buy a little bottle of oil for lavender or some common oil, and you drop it in your diffuser or stick it on your jewelry, it's different things people do with the essential oil, um, and you diffuse it, there's all this stuff, oh, my cat got sick, and my kids were wheezing and all that. Well, if you have oils that are what's called adulterated, Adulterated means basically they took out some of the components naturally occurring in the plant and replaced them synthetically. Uh, some of the, the uh, stuff that you see in the main retail market is actually supplemented with alcohol or synthetics and stuff. So when you diffuse that, guess what? You're diffusing synthetics into your bedroom or space. And uh, that, that's what causes the problem many times with the misinformation. Also, to every company, you know, Ford is always saying, buy Ford, don't go to Hyundai, whatever they're saying. Every company that they're bashing the leaders. And Young Living is the leader in, in the world. Um, owning our own farms, we're the only essential oil uh, provider of any nature to own our own farms. Uh, we have the partner farms, as I said, where we have a, for instance, my wife and I were at the, far, the, the restoration project in Hawaii for the Royal Sandalwood, and the uh, Royal Hawaiian Sandalwood, and the family owned the, the forest they're regrowing because of a whole long story there, but um, they, Young Living, are able to keep that project going because we take 90% of the product. So right from the point where it's harvested and they grind the, the wood down into pulp and they diffuse it in the diffusers, and they, then they check everything based on frequency. And if the plant isn't resonating at the right frequency, they don't use it. Whereas most places, the oil come from auction houses. You basically go, there's just up the road here, there's a, a bottling company that, that make bottles for a, a local brand name that you might recognize. And uh, my friend who works there basically says sometimes the big 18-gallon drums say lavender from Brazil or lavender from France or lavender from Chernobyl even. You know, that's another story on the side there. But, you know, there's all these different oils and such that are um, uh, adulterated and they're not pure oil. So uh, we're really big on the whole frequency of it. There's a number of pages like on Facebook and groups I can refer people to that people with PhDs and people who are experts in the field have written many, many books on the health benefits of it. Um, that's that's the main difference, Peter. It's kind of a long-winded right. answer to your question. Okay. Long-winded answer to your question, but the the reality is you've got the um, you've got the uh, quality of it. Again, the quality of it. Uh, there there a lot of places. Oh, we got certified. There there is no agency in the world that certifies essential oils. There's none around there. So someone says, well, we're such and such certified. There is none. Our seed to seal guarantee is a statement of how we treat everything we do, sure. Sure. Uh, including the supplements and all that stuff. It has nothing, nothing at all to do with, uh, nothing at all to do with certification. And uh, there's a lot of misinformation about organic sourced and all that. It's sure. it's sad. Sure. And once you get into it, you learn this bit by bit. You don't learn it all overnight. It's a, it's a, it's a it's more of a lifestyle than a business in many ways. But the big, the big thing to reassure people is the very fact that your, your company grows right from the start, from seed to finished product is all under their own control or, or with a, a carefully scrutinized partner in other cases. So that, that's yeah. certainly re reassuring to know. So it's over to Kathleen. She was wanting to ask you something else, I think. Absolutely. Uh, there's a lot of companies out there, uh, naturopathic, uh, natural products uh, companies out there that are promoting this toxic free living and uh, we know that a lot of our uh, personal care products a lot of the products that we use in our homes 
are pretty toxic. But can you kind of expand on that a little bit more, Gary, and how uh, Young Living is yes. um, addressing that? The concept of greenwashing, if you Google the word greenwashing, it's basically there's a lot of logos and stuff. And sometimes the label on a bottle you see at the local grocery store or wherever, it's got like certified, blah, blah, blah. And then you find out that that certification is owned by the company that manufactured that product. There's a lot of BS, I'll say politely, in the, in, in the industry for greenwashing and such. Um, I highly recommend an app that's free to download anybody who wants to check out their products called uh, Think Dirty. Go to the app store, you know, you download it on your phone. And what you can basically do is go around your house. Uh, we did this in 2017, it was life-changing. The app, you just basically um, scan the barcode. And if the barcode is on their database, which is huge, it will come up and tell you that product on a scale of 0 10, how wow. carcinogenic it is. It will also show you, and this is not a young living thing, it's a third party that's generic. Um, uh, they do promote some products on there, that's how they keep the app paid for and going. But basically, it's a service for people to wake up. And, uh, you know, when we, you know, we, we have a history in, in the home, many people know me that you know, we went through uh, in 2017 uh, some terrible times with cancer with my wife and such. Luckily that's getting behind us now, but we went through and everything in our home was carcinogenic. Like, wow. my, you know, I, I don't like, I'm, I'm, to be compliant with Young Living, we're not supposed to bash other companies, but I have a, uh, uh, I, let's say a little leprechaun that I use on my, uh, my shaving cream every, uh, every morning <laughs> since I was about 17 and started shaving. Um, I used the same thing, and it was a lemon foamy kind of can and all that. It was a 9.2 at a 10 on carcinogenic. I've been putting wow. carcinogenic shaving cream on my face since I was 17. Wow. Many, of my wife's, many of my wife's makeup, uh, our dish soap, our laundry soap, our, our shampoo. I mean, a lot of people know about, you know, I'll, I'll say one brand name, Febreze, and some of these ones say, oh, don't yeah. do. But, but everything in our home. Everything in our home was an eight or better out of ten on carcinogenic. So when people talk about toxic free living, there's a lot more to it than just buying something on the shelf that's that's there. Um, the other thing is, if anyone's on Netflix or some of the other social plat media platforms, um, the uh, stink, like you know, it's bad smell stink, S T I N K. It's a documentary that was life changing for us understanding all the shirts we wear, the bedding we have. You get a little baby and bring it home and put it in the crib. All the, the bedding and everything's outgassing formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. And the lobby groups in the States have allowed way more pressure to allow the government allow them to put more formaldehyde and more of this and more of that. Um, and then you can put on a, a label, you can put uh, proprietary ingredients. You don't mm -hmm. have to say what it is. It could be it could be cyanide as part of your proprietary and it's legal to put in. Whereas in the European market, the lobby groups aren't as forceful and there are many, many more products that can't be done. A friend of mine who's a, uh, an engineer and scientist, he says, Gary, you do a study on this chemical. You do a study on that chemical. And they say, where they're in the threshold, it's okay to use. They're okay to use within that threshold. He said, it'd be impossible mathematically to put two, three or four products together and say, when they're combined together, you couldn't. You you wouldn't have enough hours a day to test all that stuff to see how carcinogenic it is. So I recommend that movie and the app. Anyone who wants to learn about toxic free living and makeup and it's it's oh, scary. It's it really scary. scary. We're doing to our loved ones. So what what was the name of that app again? Gary, the app think? is called uh, Think Dirty. Think Dirty. Like okay. Sense. No. <laughs> it, it's called Think Dirty app and uh, it's a free download and and such and it's just amazing. And the movie. Life changing. The movie, the movie is called Stink. 
It's a documentary Stink. called Stink. And uh, if it ever leaves Netflix, I'm definitely going to buy a couple of DVDs and mm-hmm. lend them out to friends. Cause okay. That's interesting. Let's switch gears for a moment because um, I, I guess with the times we're living in now, many people being laid off, uh, jobs and businesses come to an end and they're really sitting back thinking, what am I going to do to earn an income? Uh, you, you have some thoughts on the importance of a residual income. And, and this is a foreign concept for people who've been in a wage-related or salaried position all their lives to suddenly understand residual income. So tell us a little or tell our viewers and listeners a little about the difference between a core income and a residual income. Well, a lot of people assume that, you know, you're going to join whatever. I mean, there's lots of multi-billion dollar companies out there. A lot of people know the Tupperwares and the Mary Kays and the Avons. and There's tons and tons of choices out there for people. And um, when you look at all the leaders, like when I go to the Young Living uh, Convention, there's 40,000 plus people in the auditorium, the good old days when we could travel, now it's all online. <laughs> 40,000 people and the leaders are on stage sharing their story. Um, they all started with a secondary income. Young Living, they didn't quit on Friday and their core job, their career, whatever, and start. It's something they added as a secondary income. Multiple right. streams of income is so important. And a core income could be you've got a bunch of rental incomes, or it could be you teach, I don't know, teach uh, yoga or, or guitar lessons in your home, or you're a teacher, or you work at the local uh, mall or whatever. Your core income is a predictable one. Now, last March, I have a lot of people whose core income stopped in two hours. In two hours, they got a call saying, we're closing the restaurant. One local mm-hmm. story that comes to mind, my friend told me she went to work and they finished the lunch hour and they put clothes on the sign. They locked the door and they sat the staff down and said, we can't open for supper. It's that tight. We won't be here. We don't know when we're open again. Go in the back and pick up tomatoes or lettuce or whatever out there that's not the, the perishables. Take them home and we'll call you when and if we bring you back. And their mm-hmm. income stopped with two hours notice. Yeah. So yeah. those of us who have a secondary income, like my, my Young Living Supplements, other forms of income, pensions sure. and such, the, this, the residual income is that check you get month after month after month as compared to a core income, which is your predictable. Uh, and it could be you're self-employed. You know, you're a carpenter. My friend's a drywaller. That's his core income. Mm-hmm. It's not like you have a job and a boss. You could be self-employed and have your core income. The supplementary income that goes with it is that second income from an involvement. And if you went to a big, I don't know, franchise show in Toronto or downtown, whatever city you're in, there's all kinds of people saying, buy our franchise, pay $100,000 and all that. But the reality is, is when you look at uh, the industry, then you need to know what questions to ask to find and how predictable, how much in demand, right. the pro- how's the comp plan, uh, how established is, com- a lot of companies don't make it to year six or seven, but people jump on because it's, a, you know, a pre-launch yep. opportunity, all the buzzwords. So the residual income, Peter, is that secondary money that comes in that over time will grow. The bigger your team, the bigger check. I mean, sure. you all hear these sure. stories about people with <clears throat> private jets. Mm-hmm. But what about an extra 1200 bucks a month coming in? Right. Would that be life-changing sure. for the average person? Right. So, so, Gary, then how much does it cost to establish a, a, a young living business? Um, there are some network marketing companies that have starter kits. Well, we all have different words for starter kits, starter bundles, premium bundles, whatever. Um, there are some companies out there, if you want to start, you can just be a shopper and just buy now and then. That's okay too. But if you want to do the business, the starter kits, um, I've seen some companies with $2,000 starter kits where you get like one of every product to start with and all that. And it can be pretty punitive for somebody who's not sure what to do. 
all the Young Living starter kits around the world are the equivalent of, uh, of um, I think of the Canadian funds, uh, $200. We have a few at 165, 185, but there's five or six starter bundles here in Canada. So, that, and then the monthly commitment to be active in the business is about 50 bucks a week, say 200 bucks a month. And again, the 200 bucks a month are products you're already buying at the store. It's, it's not extra money out of your core budget. You just transfer buying from buying your shampoos and your soaps and whatever else, not just oils. Like, you know, 40% of our 2 billion is from a drink called Ninja Red, which is like a daily tonic that people take mm -hmm. little packages in their purse or shot glass in the morning. 40% of the 2 billion is that one product that people buy month after month. Wow. So 50 bucks a week, $200 a month maintains your business and about 200 bucks plus shipping and taxes to start. It's, it's, it's a kind of a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Pretty easy to get into. Again, another question for you, considering many people who now are looking for an additional income of some sort have never had business experience and have no idea about taxes and business taxes and costs that you can offset against business. Talk for, tell us for a moment um, the tip about the tax advantages in having a home-based business. It's good that you asked me that. I'm finishing reading for the second time a business associate of mine by the name of Doug Collins, who I'll hook you up with for a show. He'd be phenomenal. He's written a book called Write-Off. Ah, that's home, useful. Not just network marketing, but it's uh, available on Amazon. I highly recommend anybody who's entrepreneurial buy one. I bought five and I gave them out to my four leaders because I built a team of four getting four getting four. So I gave one to each of my leaders and encouraged them to buy a five-pack to do the same. Um, but Write-Off by Doug Collins, it, the, the tagline is, you'll keep more money once you know these tax secrets. And it's applicable to the states and Canada. Um, Again, I'll uh, I'll connect you guys for an interview. He's he's a yeah. He's in different. Good guy. He's in a different network marketing company, but we're all we, we got to support the industry and not just our own company. You know, so absolutely. Um, in answer to your question, Peter, let's say you have a home-based business, you can write off part of your cell phone, part of your car insurance, part of your mortgage or rent. You can write off some of the things. For instance, uh, my printer conked out a while ago. Right, and I bought and I wrote off forty percent of it because forty percent of my printing is my business stuff. Right, sixty percent right. is my wife and my personal. Uh, if you travel, you know, if you're doing some business, sure. I went to uh, an Alaska cruise last year. Um, my wife and I had our annual trip on Alaska cruise, and I did some business along the way, so I wrote off part of the airfare. Um, I can easily, I can easily show people where they could save, depending on their budget. And this isn't a claim of any sort, but it wouldn't be hard to show somebody where they could get two or three hundred dollars um, a month extra back on their taxes which is more than what they're paying for the product with young living absolutely by doing their books properly yeah like, it, you're losing money by not having home-based business absolutely and, and take that example of 300 bucks a month if that person was on a marginal rate of tax of 30 percent right that's equivalent to earning an extra 900 bucks a month when you yeah you get the math you get the math yeah. and you know some people uh, built their business, they have a background, say, in mortgages, and banking. And they'll say, hey, if I could show you how you can earn an extra $300 a month, right? The 200 will pay for your next month order, and the other one is shove it on your mortgage. So yep. anyone has ever done uh, charts on how fast you pay your mortgage up, you could pay your mortgage up six, seven years early by throwing that extra 100 bucks a month. Depending, These are all, you know, iffy kind sure. of numbers and stuff no guarantees or it depends on your income and your family situation all the tax stuff and what country you're in but i mean people not having tax breaks uh, and you can be my friend who's a drywaller he can write off a lot because he has his stuff in the garage and works on a laptop at home 
Uh, You both have home-based businesses that you can benefit from. But if you were to go on a holiday or something away from the drywall area, you can't legitimize, oh, I wrote this up, unless there's a convention or something. Yeah, but I, so I think we both. Here, I highly recommend everyone, even if you're not in the industry and looking at it, get your hands on the um, book. Absolutely, and there's a little quick disclaimer here, which I'm sure Gary will back me up on. That uh, what we're saying is there's lots of advantages, but do the job properly. Get that book. Don't take chances because the the tax people in both Canada and the US are pretty sharp. So it's not worth uh, breaking the rules. Just there's plenty of advantages there. Do it properly. I think that's the big yeah, every thing. time I put gas in the car, I take ten percent off my travel because especially now yeah. with the lockdowns and stuff, I don't travel like I used to. I used to be seventeen percent my book my accountant recommended, now it's ten. So ten percent of my, my, my oil changes, ten percent of my this, ten percent of that. It's a, a tax break. And Absolutely. I get back money that I've already would have paid the government anyways. And you know sure. it, it your cost your cost positive by having uh, Proper tax, but you have to be able the business. You can't just sign up. And, oh, here's all my bricks. You oh. got to be, you know, you got to be, you got to have some evidence that you're talking to people and you're sharing. And you could fail at it. You could be terrible at this for two years and still get tax breaks because you're trying your best to get it started. Absolutely. And certainly, what group you're in is important too, because my upline are very business directed, very, very business, and they have lots of webinars and training on how to uh, share the young living with people and how what not to say. The company is very important, very on top of compliance that we're not saying silly things to get in trouble. It's 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 a whole package there. So, sure. very, Young Living is is a global company. You're in how many countries again? Well, we ship, I think, to 231 countries. Wow. Because uh, they have a system called um, not for resale. For instance, I believe Portugal, I, I might be wrong about this, but uh, there are people using living products in Portugal and they can buy the product for their own family use. And that person in Portugal could sign someone up in Waterloo, Ontario and make a revenue out of it. But so they can't take enjoy? the product out of Portugal. Yeah, I see your hand go up there, Waterloo, Ontario. Anyways, the, the person in Portugal can't take that product and go to, to a health show and say, here, you know, right. they buy a wholesale, sell retail, like a lot of things right. are. They can't sell to a third party. But the person in Portugal could have a friend down the street who signs up in Portugal mm-hmm. to use their own family product. So it's not for resale. It's, it's big in the industry. So, so another 231 so countries, I think we join, should. Right? Beg your pardon? So in other words, anyone can join. Yeah, 18 or over, 18 or, well, some countries are different, but across the board, it's usually 18 or over. They even have a program now, if you want to get your younger children, I think 15 and over, they can come in and work with you. So when they turn 18, they've got a team waiting for them. That's kind of unique. I don't know if other wow. companies are doing that. That's, that's smart. So, <clears throat> Gary, we're running near the end of our time. We have a few minutes left. Uh, now we need you to tell our listeners and viewers how they can contact you if they would like to find out more and about the business and about essential oils. Well, it, it's interesting because um, I do a, a podcast similar to you guys. You guys do a great mm-hmm. job. And um, Peter Pickett, I do one that's called Inspire to Bulletproof uh, Your Life. And it talks about adjusting to what's going on in business. Just We just... We're like the two old guys in the Muppet show rambling up in the, <laughs> in the stage. You know, we just go, we, sometimes we have an agenda. We don't even touch upon it in a half hour we talk. And at the end, Peter says, well, I'm on Twitter and I'm on this, I'm on that. And, uh, I just said, guys, just contact me because there's so many social media forms. It's overwhelming. What I'm comfortable with is just find me on Facebook. And I had to use my middle initial since Gary Jones is the common name. Uh, Gary S. Jones on Facebook, send me a friend request or whatever. Or just call me, text me, call me at 519-716-3592. 
That's uh, 519-716-3592. I have people now in, signed up in, in the UK. I have people in Texas. I have someone, I think, joining in Ireland. And uh, my people I work with are in Hawaii. So we have a whole network of people can support people. But once I have a conversation and get to know where you're coming from, we can adjust things to accommodate you. And unfortunately, we're having some technical issues with Peters because we've lost him. But I thank you so much for joining us, Gary. Uh, we will be sure to put your contact details in the caption of this video. So thank you once again for joining us. And thank all of you uh, again. Please do keep your comments coming. We love reading them. And if anyone is interested in, in becoming a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. So. Once again, thank you, and we'll see you again next time.